Hey, welcome back. I was wondering, have you ever gone into a a bathroom, did your business, uh, a number two, they call it. You did your business, but at the end, you forgot that there's no toilet paper. Then you had to duck walk your ass out of the bathroom to go get. No, 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 no. It's not what you think. I'm just asking for a friend. It's not what Welcome to the Midday Smoke Break. I'm OG Kennedy. This is a podcast about the culture, the cannabis culture and the popular culture. Warning, you may catch contact high from listening to this pod. So sit back, light up and enjoy the show. Yes, cat. Okay, welcome, welcome back. We're back with another one. Although I do sound a little bright on this one, this beginning, don't let that fool you. It's it's very gloomy in California. They're calling it the the June gloom. I don't remember witnessing the June gloom. I've been here for a while, but that's what it's being dubbed, and it's been really gloomy. The sun has not showed up. It's been at least a week and a half. The sun hasn't showed up. So shit is gloomy, so I am sounding a little more upbeat, but that's not going to be the case during this podcast. And I started off with shit because I, oh man, Napoleon's peeing. I hear him scratching his paw. This little nigga. Is you done, nigga? Trying to do a podcast over here. <laughs> I don't know if you could hear him scratching his paw after he just used the litter box. Okay, so it has been gloomy out here. So it's some gloomy shit going on around the world, and I'm going to get into it. But first, let me introduce this episode. This is episode numero 20. Fuck, I don't think I got that right. This is going to be tough. Be be patient. It's going to get better by the time we get to 39. My my friend should be a little better, but this is episode numero 30. Whew. This is episode 31. We're rolling out here. What do we have on the menu today? Well, what's on our smoke break today? We're having... What should I should call it again. Our smoke break today, we're having wedding cake, and it's a hybrid. It's the same thing we had last week. And I told you, these things last me a little while because I'm not like Snoop Dogg. (laughs) I don't smoke a pound a day. So this is Wedding Cake. It's a hybrid, about 17% TAC, tracked and traced. (sighs) So before we move any further, let's get a a quick moment of silence to the the victims of the virginia shooting this just happened a few days ago and it's very very fucking sad that this keeps happening in america so let's give a brief moment of silence i know it's an audio podcast but you need some silence in your life anyways so let me touch on what actually happened real quick This ex-city employee in Virginia, he got fired 
Then he went to go buy a bunch of guns and came back and started shooting his ex-co-workers. And he killed about 12 people and left maybe seven people injured. He also, he died from the shootout when the police came. Which is sad. This has happened many, many times before. I'm not here to tell you what the answer to this is. This is definitely mental illness. So I'm not here to give you a, a clear-cut solution to stop people from doing mass murders like this. But him having the right to go purchase those guns, it might be up for debate. I believe you should be able to protect yourself. And if bad people are going to get guns, they're going to get guns anyways. But there's a caveat to that. It's the people that are not labeled as bad guys that are the ones committing these atrocities. And what I'm, I mean by that is that this employee, he's a, a federal worker or a government worker, so he doesn't have priors because you can't work for the government if you have long priors. So he would be allowed legally to just go get these guns. I purposely did not mention his name throughout this whole talk because he doesn't deserve that. We're not going to give him popularity by saying his name. That's a, a good route to take from here on out. These these people that commit mass murders seeking attention after their death or while in jail, they're not going to get this anymore. That that should dampen some, some freaks down. But when I heard his name, I instantly knew he was black. I was like, fuck. Because usually this is uh, something that black people uh, parade about being fired. Because, well, I've never been fired, but I've quit an awful lot awful lot I've quit. It doesn't take me much to quit. Like, uh, hey, the the AC is, is running on, on 71 today, dog. <laughs> it's supposed to be on 70, kid. <laughs> Deuces, G. <laughs> I ain't gonna be out here sweating my ass off. I'm out of here. Even black comedians joke about being fired. And how the difference between a black person getting fired and a white person getting fired is that the white person comes back for vengeance. And the black guy just gave me my check on time. You know, <laughs> I'm out of here. This, this ain't nothing new. I'm out of here. So when this happened, I'm like, okay, these white people and their mental health issues is struck again. Then I read the guy's name. I was like, fuck. He's black. <laughs> It's the June gloom, so I'm going to try to sprinkle in a little bit of more excitement throughout this gloomy, gloomy, gloomy season and episodes, because the news is just not that great for us. And speaking of us, I watched When They See Us. Oh my God, it's a docuseries by Ava DuVernay, and it's mwah. It's a Netflix series, and on a sidebar, people are saying that because uh, Disney just came up with Disney Plus and taking away a whole bunch of Netflix's content because Disney owns them. So a lot of people are thinking Netflix is about to hit the dirt, especially if Disney is charging only $7.99 as opposed to Netflix continually raising rates. But that's another discussion for another time. So back to when they see us. On this docu-series, it's about five black guys, black kids, children from 14 to 16. 
One of them was 16, one of them was 14, and the rest was 15. Now, they went to the park, as many kids do in Harlem, New York, back in 89. And a lot of kids are just being rowdy in the park. And then some white jogging woman got raped and almost left for dead. And the detectives rounded up these kids for being rowdy. All of a sudden, this blonde chick just wanted to pin the kids to the rape. When the rape happened about a mile away from where the kids were and all their alibi matched. But instead, they decided to coerce these kids. They left the kids, even the 14-year-old, in the room for at least 25 hours, changing their story. All these kids didn't know each other, but the cops decided to use this technique to they segregate them and they start having them place themselves in the rape, including somebody that that just went there to go support his friend. He ended up taking a rap for doing the deed. The rest of the kids blamed him and the rest of the kids planted themselves there by performing small things like holding her down, hitting her in the head, like standing over. You know, they all took blame in it. Say what the detectives want to hear with the promise of going home. And that's one thing I really, 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 really hate. And that's people taking advantage of others that are not as educated. That's a nasty thing to do. There's people like that. And I meet them once in a while. You could tell with the way they treat people. You could just tell. They don't value your intelligence. And that sucks. That's a nasty personality to have. And if you your friend is that, leave them niggas real quick. And that shit could turn at you any moment. They coerce these kids to take blame for something they had nothing to do with. Throughout the trial, you could tell that the evidence did not match the statements. Like, none of their DNA was anywhere near the girl. None of them. Not on the semen, not on the anything, not the blood, nothing. But yet, the kids were found guilty and they all went to jail. Most of them went to juvie and only one of them went to real jail because he was 16. The docu-series was done so well. It, it followed their lives as they grew up in the system. You could easily go back because you can't find a job. You can't make money. You're basically, you were basically a slave for a crime you didn't commit. It took your freedom away. When the news popped up a little while ago, I didn't pay no mind. That's why I give Ava DuVernay a lot of credit for this because this brings the attention to what is being done, the injustice that has been done that I've spoken about plenty of times on this podcast. It's unbelievable because you haven't experienced it. You don't think... It's possible. Now, during in this video or in this docu series, President, well, the current president, but back then, he was an opportunist that took shots at these kids. It was a nasty thing he did. He took out a full page ad on the New York Times. That's about $85,000. At that time, that's a lot of money. He was basically advocating for a death penalty for these children. And yes, children, 14, 15, 16 for these little black children and the racial overtones were ginormous because it was a white girl jogging and you know when a white girl starts jogging gentrification is on the way all they need is a reason to gentrify and trump saw saw a way 
and Harlem haven't been the same since 1989. And as much Puerto Ricans as they used to be. Well, what makes Trump's thing even more disgusting, even, even, even more nasty is that even after these kids were exonerated, after spending all these years in prison, even after years, he's still doubling down saying they did it, they admitted it. Really? Like, if I, these are kids that was put into a room and interrogated without their parents for many hours with no food, no drink. And the thing is, they even um, banned that interrogation technique since then. It's been banned. They did it to kids. I bet you if I had Trump in a room for hours with no food, I could make him say whatever the fuck I want if he wants to get out of that room. It's human nature. That's why that shit is illegal now. Spoiler alert, the the real rapist uh, came forth many years later to take accountability for the crimes and the the people that were affected, the, the Central Park Five, they call them, they got a $41 million settlement. I think it's about a million dollars per year they spent in jail, each of them. So the person that went to real jail, which was the 16-year-old, he spent the most time in jail. He had the, he had it the worst, the very fucking worst. And the ironic part is he wasn't even supposed to even go to the park at that time. His friend uh, got him to go. And not only that, he even he wasn't even supposed to be picked up to go to jail. He went there to support his the same friend by going to the jail to show him support. And then he got screwed. That sucks. Something the cancel culture has done right is that some people just don't have the awareness until it's on a docu-series. Eva DuVernay's shining light on this shit and this injustice finally brings it to a whole new audience. But I would advocate for RoboCops. Yeah, I know a lot of people, mostly white people, they're scared of, oh, RoboCops, they, the robots are going to take over and, you know, enslave humanity. But if I walk down the street and if I see a, a cop, a regular Caucasian cop versus a robot cop, I will feel a little more comfortable with a robot cop. It's time for the news. The Transportation Securities Admission, or TSA, they just updated their What Can I Bring section of their webpage about medical cannabis. They changed it from a no to a, a yes ass. <laughs> agency specifically said that CBD that is legal because of the farm bill that is now allowed on on trips which is a very good plus now I already announced much earlier in the show well like very very early episodes that uh, you could bring it like weed legal weed through uh, LAX you could bring it through LAX and it's not a problem, but you got to also realize that the TSA is a federal, so it's kind of at their discretion. My personal experience, they, they've searched my bag with mad weed in my bag. <laughs> and they weren't looking for weed, so they didn't, give, they didn't really care if it smelled like weed. They didn't care. They were looking for other stuff. But it was weed, it was just there as plain as day. It wasn't 
It wasn't in a sock. It was just in the under a zipper. <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. So another terrible news is Google. Motherfucking Google. They will not allow any cannabis related service apps in their in their play store and that means if you have an android there's no apps you're going to be able to go order weed legal or illegal nada which really sucks if you have an android so i'm team apple android sucks (laughs) sorry to hurt your feelings if you have one it sucks well it used to suck back when i me i like to try things out you know i don't just hop on because it's the popular thing i test different products to pick one that i'll go use for a long time so i usually pick very very good quality because i'm gonna be using it for a while it's gonna save me money i'm not gonna want 30 different android phones every fucking week nah (laughs) but i tested it back when there was nokia was still up there blackberry was still hot uh flip phones were just dead at that time so iphone one hands down i've been with them i know android has improved but this is not a really a a tech-based podcast so i don't give a fuck so (laughs) google says you cannot not in any android would you be able to buy weed but i do have a little loophole for you if you're listening Get, get a little close to the speakers. Get a little bit close. So I can give you this loophole. Are you close? Are you close? Are you ready? Alright, I'm fucking around. So the loophole is that you could have your marijuana app on the Play Store, but the transactional part has to be from another source. So they can't go through checkout through your app on the Play Store. They have to be flowed out to another place. So the the new ban did just go in effect on May 29th. So from here on out, use my loophole. All right, Napoleon, wanna jump? You wanna jump? You wanna jump? You wanna jump? (laughs) Try to scare him. It was it was it was sizing something up. He was gonna jump. So I wanted to scare him when he got out there. I scared him a little bit, but not much. This week, I'm going to give you a double whammy of an awards because I know the last episodes, I haven't been giving you like word of the day, the joke of the day, style of the day. So this week, I'm just going to give you two awards to satisfy your little cravings. And next week, I'm going to toss in something else too. You just have to tune in to find out, of course. So, our first award, let's go to it. Let's go. Mamma mia. What award are we giving out today? This is the Golden Nug Award. Oh, yeah. It's been a while. Let me, let me punch the air real quick. Let me shadow box. Shadow boxing. The Golden Nug Award. Shadow box. So excited. It's been a while. On a separate tangent, did you see that Andy Ruiz knocked out Anthony Joshua? Oh my god. It's like a, a thriller in Manila. <laughs> the underdog dropped his ass. But that's not what this is about, so let's knock this part out real quick. So back to the Golden Nug Award. You know what the Golden Nug is, right? 
you sleeping if you don't know what the golden nug is. It's that sticky. That's sticky, icky, 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 icky. You're gonna need a grinder for that shit, bitch. Yes, the Golden Nug Award goes to Illinois. Yes, the state of Illinois. Now, the lawmakers just approved adult use cannabis. Round of a motherfucking applause, please. Hell yeah, now It became the country's first state to legalize recreational weed and cultivation sales through its legislature Yeah, they didn't need the ballot votes or none of that They're the first state to legalize it through the legislature Wow Congratulations, Illinois Illinois that it's estimated to hit about two billion dollars in sales. Congratulations, Illinois. Welcome. Welcome to the pack. Welcome to the legalized states. You've been freed. You've been freed. So back another round of applause for Illinois. They get this award today. Oh, it's a double whammy. It's a double whammy. It's another word. Let's go. Mamma mia. Ah, well, what award are we giving out today? Oh, no. This is the Dirty Roach Award. Mm. You know what the Dirty Roach is, right? that dirty 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 road you left at the bottom of the ashtray now you're out of weed and you might think about smoking that dirty roach ill i wouldn't do it if i was you throw that shit in the trash it's a dirty fucking roach and our dirty roach award goes to representative anthony deluca He's a Democrat from Illinois. Now, he's he was the one that was anti this legislature. We just celebrated the golden nug that Illinois received by legalizing marijuana. This Anthony DeLuca gets this Dirty Roach Award because of his mentality is still stuck in the, in the 60s, 50s. I say that because you're about to listen to him literally crack an egg and say this is your brain on drugs he still believes in the reagan era drug war because that's that was their slogan this is your brain on drugs he literally brought a pen and an egg to the assembly and cracked it saying this is your brain on drugs let's listen to him do this right now like a jackass an old fucking jackass let's listen to that shit right now it's holding the egg I want to leave an image for you. You see this? Holding the egg. He's calling your brain an egg. His fucking brain is an this egg. Is oh, you just cracked it. Let's go to the pan, the frying pan. You did it. There it is, folks. You did it. This is your brain on drugs. Jackass. So today, for my family. 
for my children, for your families. Oh, is that another egg? He your children, and especially, and especially for African-American and Hispanic communities. Vote no. So, Thank you. I'm taking my head. So if I was to get this correct, he's saying that if you use drugs, your brain would be mush. Just like the Reagan era drug war slogans from back in the day. Okay. But now he's also saying that it'll help minorities if you continue. Huh. That, 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 let's pause on that one. If you continue, it's not... They're trying to vote for change. So in order to not want change, everything definitely has to be perfect for these minorities, correct? Or am I tripping? So people are trying to vote for change because it's not working. And this guy is saying, no, minorities like getting arrested for little things or being interrogated for little, little things. I don't believe he's experienced this before or he will not have the stance and he's a democrat democrats are fucking losing right now jeez like one team versus another team and the democrats are losing it's the nba finals the democrats are losing because motherfuckers like these mm. no that's all this all this rant is irrelevant okay so, Anthony DeLuca gets this Dirty Roach Award on episode numero 30. Yeah, I, like I said, I promise my French will, French accent will get a little better by the time we get to 39. And then maybe in 40, I'm going to jump into another, I'm going to start butchering another whole, another whole language. We'll see how that goes. I'm most likely not going to do Mandarin or Chinese because this show is explicit and this doesn't get through to China because it's explicit. I don't know if you know how that country works. Explicit shit doesn't get through. Everything is highly, 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 highly censored. Everything is censored. So are you excited about two awards of the day? I was going to give you a word of the day. Trust me, I got words. I got them. But do you deserve them? Tune in next week and we'll find out. So this Insider Edition did a, a special report as to why these pastors are so lavishly rich and flaunting their wealth while they're preaching the good word. Essentially, this brave reporter, Lisa Guerrero, ran up to Kenneth Copeman, which is a, another megachurch. My history with these megachurches goes deep because I believe some of... I'll talk about my feelings about this a little later on. Let's let's get to the the audio. So she ambushed this nigga. He's he was on his way to. It looks like he was on a clearport, ready to hop into a, his jet, or he's coming back from a jet. She ambushed him and basically started asking him, "Why do you need a jet?" She's going after all these a lot of preachers. I saw different clips of her being dragged out from by security trying to get close and ask these tough questions let me roll the clip final question is this to those critics that say that a preacher should not be living a life of luxury what is your response to that they're wrong, wrong, okay. wrong, wrong. i hit the wrong clip 
<laughs> that was the wrong clip. Let's try again. Isn't it true that you want to fly commercial so that you can fly in luxury? That question How was a little loaded. That, that was Tyler a little Perry's loaded. Upstream jet, for example. Well, for example, that's really none of your business. But isn't it the business of your donors? Listen, I paid. Got him. <laughs> Got him. You kind of caught me off guard here. Okay. Certainly. To come out here, I'd like to give you a chance to to catch your breath and and have a conversation. We don't want to we don't want to catch you off guard. I love Inside Edition. Shout out to Inside you Edition. Get this now. Hey, you listen to me. My my wife thinks Inside Edition is oh yeah. Oh, you <laughs> thank you, Lord. Help. Let me pray. Thank you, Lord. Let me pray. Well, let me let me just ask you a really because simple a question. A lot of people think it's unbecoming for a preacher to live a life of luxury and to fly around in private jets. What's your response to that? Yeah, that I bought from Tyler Perry, and I didn't pay anywhere. And Tyler's one of the greatest guys. He made it. <laughs> I see his he face. made that airplane so cheap for me, I couldn't help but buy it. Again, getting back to the comment. You said that you don't like to fly commercial because you don't want to get into a tube with a bunch of demons. Do you really believe that human beings are demons? Anger no, I do not. And right don't now. you ever say I did. No, no it's turning back to We wrestle not with flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. Can and you explain what you meant by that, yes. that, by that term then? Yes. Just, just explain, because it's yes, really sir. simple. You said you didn't want to get into a tube with a bunch of demons. What did you mean? The... Well, let me ask you. Do you think that let people that fly commercial are demons? If you give me a chance to talk, sweetheart, I'll explain this to you. Sweetheart, but it's a biblical nah. thing. It's a spiritual thing. It doesn't it's have anything old, to do with old people. way of thinking. People, I love people. Jesus loves people. All right, let's cut it down. He's shut this off. So at the end, he's he finally caught his ground because he was he did get ambushed. So he finally started singing songs at the end. I don't mean literally, but in a heathen way, he's he wants to pray for you. Let's pray together. Let's sing songs. You know, that's a, a way these this pastors weasel out of these shits. Let's cut it back. So how do I feel about uh, pastors getting so fucking rich? Like so fucking rich. Beyond any means, I'm talking about these TV evangelicals that promise a lot of things that are really not true. There's a lot of heathens, a lot of heathens. I will play devil's advocate for a quick second. Now, a lot of these pastors are not really heathens. A lot of them are. A lot of them are a, a minority of these pastors are not heathens. A lot of them are heathens. If they want to sell you uh, toilet water, tell you it's a miracle water. Uh, that's a heathen. I think I fell for this like when I was much younger. Probably bought one of those cloths. It was free, and then they want, and then they sent over an envelope telling me to send them a check, and I'll get more blessings. But eh, <laughs> and niggas selling tickets to heaven. Shit's a cheap too. Word, those are heathens. There are pastors that don't do any of these things and they do become really, really rich from touching a lot of lives. I admit they deserve to be wealthy if they reach millions, tens of millions of lives. And 
they preach the good word to save these lives. If you could, if you have that much reach in any industry, you have to be rich. If if you're not, then you're doing something fucking wrong. They're on TV, so they're they're touching a lot of lives. So they deserve a lot of money because a lot of these pastors not only do they reach people, they write books, they have property, so they have other means of just making money, not by fooling the person that's watching. Those are the heathens that just stay there and fool you and tell you, I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. Send me more money. Look at my Bentley. I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. Send me more money. Give me, oh, rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. Give me your money. Give me my money. Rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. Hey, send me the money. Give me my money. Give me my rich, I'm rich. Hey, I need a B for this shit. So those are heathens. <laughs> I know I know, I made a heathen sound good just now, but they are heathens and we should stay clear of them. And if you really do believe you're already under spell, so you're pretty much, you're never going to believe anything if they get exposed or when they get exposed. I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. Give me your money. Give me your money. I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. Give me your money. Give me your money. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, the good word saves you. You know, having something to believe in is a plus. So if these pastors are really giving millions of people something to look forward to, something to keep living for, something to to make life better for them spiritually, then, hey, they earn their money. But if you're conning people, oh, that's a special place deep down in hell reserved for your bitch ass. Deep, 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 deep down there. That's another... Another story, also gloomy, talking about preachers that are conning people. Gloomy, talking about uh, somebody seeking vengeance and killing people. So much gloom. I'm trying to sprinkle some shit. All right, so I like to go out and eat. I eat out every single day. Don't judge me, but yes, I literally do. So I like to try new things once a month, maybe once every two weeks or so. And I came across an El Salvadorian restaurant, right? I generally, I go in, it's like a mom and pop feel, but it's a little bigger. So it feels nice. It feels very authentic. It's El Salvador in Los Angeles. El Salvador. I think it's around Koreatown area. So I go in. I believe a waitress came to get my order. She didn't seem to speak that much English. And that's when I realized that all the Spanish I've been learning is useless. <laughs> Very fucking useless because I, I didn't know how to communicate with this woman. But yeah, I, I put in my order and my plan was while I put in the order, I go to the restroom. Now, I know I was due for a good shit. I ate my vitamins, my granolas. All the vitamins and neutrals I need. And I feel like my stomach is at that very nice boiling point. Now, if you're, I will warn you in, the, in advance, this is a shitty <laughs> topic. So if you, if you want to skip, go right on ahead. But I put in my order, then walked, I walked a little far back to the restroom and there's a men, women across from each other. I opened the men and the biggest thing in the room was the toilet. Literally, it was a closet. There was a sink, mirror, toilet. 
nothing else. Sink, mirror, toilet. And the toilet was the biggest thing in that little room. Like a little closet. A entrance closet for your coats or something. A coat closet. So I was like, all right. <laughs> Let me do my business. Then, you know, go out there. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be good to empty out my whole intestine and I'll be ready to go again. So sat there and like this was the smoothest shit ever. My whole intestine emptied out in like one smooth motion, like all connected. <laughs> it looked like a baby with road rage. One smooth motion and it, I felt like I was 10 pounds lighter instantly because I ate my vitamins every I was I was doing good. I drank water, you know. I was doing good that day or the night before. So I know I was due for perfect shit. <laughs> so I was done. All right, time to go. I flushed the toilet. The toilet was like, blue, 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 blue. <laughs> Wait, what? I tried again. Blue, 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 blue. <laughs> it's a mom and pop restaurant and they forgot that it's they need a fucking uh, a commercial toilet. They didn't focus on the details. That baby's arm was a little bigger than the fucking pipes. The toilet was like, I was like, shit. <laughs> I quickly opened the closet. Well, you know, the bathroom door, which is like a closet to poke my head out to see if anybody was looking, <laughs> if anybody was waiting to get in. And I came back in. All right, what are we going to do? What am I going to do with this? I mean, there's no, nothing to, no tools to help unclog the toilet around the toilet. So really, it's not my fault, right? Like if you go to a, like a Target or a, a store, they usually have industrial toilets for this reason, because it's going to be done, has to be commercial. So I'm there. Like, it's not my fault. This shit I had to fix. It's not, I'm trying to I wash my hands. I'm trying to figure out, you know, I poked my head out again, looked around. Make sure nobody was looking. I saw a man sit right there. Like I thought he was waiting to use it and not standing. But no, he was just ordering. I was like, oh, good. So I quickly skated out of the <laughs> out of the bathroom. I went to go sit at my table. And not too long later, they brought my juice and they brought my my food. And I was eating. I'm thinking about the back because I could on the left, I could see the restroom. It's like, like a long hallway to the restroom. And I could see it. Like, I'm a little paranoid. Like, oh, what if they find out? I'm the only one that went in there. Ah. <laughs> On a side note, like, when I go to those wee work spots, like those cold working environments, every time I go to the restroom and a girl comes out, they always try to explain, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> I always think in my back of mind, yeah, it was you, bitch. <laughs> But until it actually happens to me, too, when I go into a restroom that somebody else already did their stuff in, and now I'm coming out, and it seems like it's me. But if it was me, I I'll hold the door open for you, my guy. <laughs> but let's get back to the story. So I'm there trying to eat, but in my back of my mind, I'm looking at the restroom door. Like, oh, I hope they don't go in there when I'm eating, because <laughs> then they're going to know it's me. This one was pretty bad. It's like, as soon as you open the, the bathroom door, a baby's arm is waving at you. 
straight up. That's the only thing you see. Because I told you, the, the, the toilet is bigger than the whole space. So the first thing, and on top of that, there's no lid on the toilet. So I can't give you that little peekaboo surprise. <laughs> so as soon as you open, there's no lid on the fucking toilet. So the first thing you see in that whole fucking toilet is a big ass fist pointing at you. A baby honking his horn at you. Move, get out the way. <laughs> so I'm eating that and then my waitress, she's cleaning around. I'm like, oh shit. Oh, I hope she doesn't go in the toilet. She's cleaning around and she's cleaning towards the toilet. I hope somebody else does the toilet because it's a man and a woman. But I don't know if she opened the door to see or it's by me eating and being paranoid, looking through my peripheral vision because she was cleaning around like the little, uh, the walkway to the toilet, to both doors, women, men. And she, I don't know if she opened the men to pick a boo to take a little look real quick or not but it was just my peripheral fucking with me i didn't feel comfortable sitting there eating feeling paranoid like they're gonna come call me out for the big ass shit i just took in the toilet clogged that whole bitch up shit was bigger than all the pipes in that bitch so i quickly got up and ran to to go ask for a check somebody else was getting their check too and it seemed like it was taking a long time i'm like Hey, come give me my check. I'm not going to go pay for this damage. <laughs> this is your fault. That's how my, my brain was working. Like, oh, they're going to go add extra, extra $10 for damages, but it's their fault, right? It's, it's not my fault. They didn't get an industrial toilet. It's not, it's not my fault. They got that weak ass shit that was like, it's not my fault. I'm not going to, I'm going to tip though. I always tip. I feel weird when I don't tip. You really have to give me a terrible, terrible service now for me to tip. Because my standard is tip. I'm going to tip a little extra now because I just gave you a little more work that you got you to go take care of. But it ain't my fault, right? It ain't my fault. Right? But that shit, though, that's the type of shit that your great-grandfather will look down from heaven and be like, Jesus, Jesus. Hey, Jesus, Jesus, look over there. You see that? That's my boy. Thank you for listening to the Midday Smoke Good. You can send us some love. At- if you listened all the way up to the end of this podcast, you f***ed up. This is one of those chain letters that your creepy aunt forwards you on Facebook. Too late now. You can't skip now. It's too late. You have to share this podcast with at least one person that is cooler than you. You already know who I'm talking about. After you share the pod with someone cooler than you, your good karma as set forth by this chain letter is that you officially become cooler than them. You are forever known as that person that put them on. They can't do this back to you to fulfill this chain letter, no backseas. If you don't do the action set forth on this chain letter, you will have a mildly annoying day in the near future. Then you're going to remember why you had that mildly annoying day. And it's because you broke this covenant. Don't break this covenant. Again, my name is OG Kennedy. Goodbye. World premiere.